Welcome in everyone to C-Dub's Locks, the betting segment on the Schmogan Hot Takes podcast. I'm your host C-Dub's, and this week we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. Now, I will be out, I'll be gone away from all of my devices in the back half of this week as we head into Christmas, which reminds me, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays everyone out there listening, uh, for those of you that observe. Now, with me being gone for most of the week here, I'm only going to be doing my recap of last week, and I'm actually going to pass it to the Prophet Jay himself to prophesize the locks. He's got the he's got the cheat sheet. The rumor has it he's got the NFL script memorized, and uh, he's going to go ahead and share his wisdom with you all in the second half. So he'll be taking care of the locks this week. I will be back next week for the until the end of the season. But this week, it's all on Prophet J. So, Prophet, take us home, brother. Now, for our recap, we didn't do horrible last week. We went 3-3, three and three, so we, we went 500. And I, we should have gone 4-2. and two. I'll get into it. But, uh, you know, 3-3, three and three, coming off the back of our first losing week in, in six or seven weeks, like, we'll take it. 500 is, is, that's okay. It's not great. It's not horrible. You're just average. So... We'll get into it. We started off on Saturday with uh, Saturday morning, actually, with the early game. The Bengals were taking on the Vikings. Bengals were favored by two and a half points, and we had the Bengals minus two and a half. They come up winning in overtime. This was honestly sort of a miraculous game. The Vikings came out and really were dominant in this one. It took a miraculous Jake Browning throw to, to, to T. Higgins, and if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend going to watch it. Browning is under pressure. He's backpedaling. He just chucks up a prayer. It's underthrown by like three or four yards. T. Higgins comes back, fights for the ball, catches it, and then just reaches the ball backwards over across the pylon for the game-tying touchdown with less than a minute to go. We go into overtime. Bengals kick the field goal, and they win by three, and we cash. So... For the first game of the week, that was a lit way to start off and uh, and a great way to to go 1 and 0. Now our second win of the week, we had the under in the Falcons Panthers game. The over under was 34. We thought it was low, but we also knew that the offenses are atrocious, so we went ahead and smashed the under and yeah, finished 9 to 7 in favor of the Panthers. Don't really know if there's any takeaways from this one, really, outside of what we already know and that these two teams stink, regardless of the fact that the Falcons are 7-7 seven and seven or whatever their record is, it doesn't matter. They stink. Um, Arthur Smith, again, is back as the agent of evil, and he doesn't use his number his first overall pick, in, in or first-round pick in B. John Robinson at all. He's given the ball to Algiers. He's given it to Cordero Patterson. Does he throw to Drake London? No. Why would he do that? Does he throw to to any of his weapons no they're just gonna throw to Janu Smith instead now this game obviously we targeted it because the weather was bad so you know I don't think offensive production was was going to be high even with the weather being being good if it had been that way it wasn't and then on the Panthers side it's a broken record at this point they suck they managed to get the win because the Falcons are apparently worse but uh yeah, easy cash for us on this one. There was no sweat. And our third win of the week, which we all actually got together for a little uh, little holiday party, and we watched this. 
And it was the Bills and the Cowboys. And the Bills were favored by one and a half points. And I said last week that the Bills would demolish the Cowboys. I said I have it on the record that I would not be surprised if 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 Dallas got obliterated in this one simply because the line was just that fishy. And lo and behold, what happened? The Bills destroy. It was a butt kicking. It honestly was very reminiscent to when the 49ers played the Cowboys earlier in the season. And they just beat him by 30. Like, it just, it was a beatdown in every facet. They just, and, and the weird thing was, is Josh Allen didn't have a good passing game. Like he, But he didn't need to have a good passing game. They just said, oh, look, you guys can't stop James Cook. And they probably ran it like 18 times in a row in the second quarter. And they were getting like six to 10 yards a carry. Like, I mean, it was just insane. It was the James Cook game. I think Ty Johnson and Latavius Murray are the backups there. They ate in the backfield too. Like just this, this was, this was ugly from the start. So we were all over it. You know, again, we sniffed out the fishy line. We didn't take the bait that Vegas tried to lay for us. Easy win for, for us here. And, uh, yeah, so that was our, those are our three wins. We did have three losses on the week. Uh, we had the Titans, God, dude, we had the Titans money line at home hosting the Houston Texans who they didn't even start Davis Mills. They started Case Keenum, which you'd think that's even better for the bet. And Tennessee is ahead by like 10 points in the fourth quarter or some stupid thing like that, and they just decide to roll over, lay in the fetal position, and let Case Keenum just turn the clock back like 10 years and have like a signature Case Keenum college game. And and honestly, it it looked like they were going to tie there at the end, but uh, yeah, Case Keenum leads the drive down with like maybe a minute or two left in overtime. They kick the field goal. And they win the game. And honestly, I'm happy they win the they win the game because screw the Titans. You're gonna mess around. You're gonna you're gonna play with your food like this. Like, oh, we don't really have to play tough. It's just the Texans that don't have any weapons. Blah blah blah. No, you deserve to lose in the NFL if you do crap like that. So, Titans, I hope you don't win another game. Seriously, like that 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 was the level that we reached there. So, we lose. Go figure. Case Keenum is beating us in the year 2023. Um. Our, our other, we had two more, more losses on the week. I, I I told you, I told you this was going to bite me in the butt. I don't know why I, why I even dabble. Why I even bother with Tampa Bay games anymore? But it, sure enough, we had the Packers minus three and, a five, three and a half hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers end up winning this by like 14, 15 points. I don't know. I stopped paying attention. It just This never had a shot. Like, I, again, Tampa Bay now. Now I will no longer touch Tampa Bay. Add them in with the with the Cardinals, the Falcons, the Commanders. I'm I'm just I'm out on them. I can't. Again, I I'm I will do an end of year stat thing, and I'll go back through. I'll go through all my picks, see what what won, what lost, what teams were best for us, and yada yada yada. I can just about guarantee I have not gotten one Tampa Bay game right, and I have probably bet them the most this year. So. They're a boogeyman team. I'm, I'm, I'm just done with them. I hope they don't make the playoffs. That way I won't have to, to watch them anymore this year. So, so be it. We lose that one. And our third loss, this was just, oh my gosh. You want to talk about painful losses. So, I had the over in the Jags and the Ravens game. Over and under, over under was set at 42 and a half. And honestly, Jacksonville played 
probably the worst first half of football I have ever seen in my life. And they, I mean, they left, they left so many points out there on the field. Like I just, oh, oh, having the over and this was painful, man. They, they missed the first field goal. McManus pushes it to the right a little bit. He gets blasted on it. The refs don't throw a, a flag for roughing the kicker or running it, anything like that. No flag. Pushes it to the right. So there's three points sitting out there by themselves. They they drive down again at the uh, still in the first quarter. McManus kicks another field goal attempt. Looks true. All of a sudden, thing hooks left like a boomerang. Go, goes wide left by like ten yards. There's another three points that just sitting there on the field wasted. Start of the second quarter, Jacksonville's driving. They're they're in the red zone, or they're at like the twenty five ish. Trevor takes off on a run. It's like third and 18 or something like that. So he's not going to pick up the first down, but he, he's making a field goal attempt closer, which honestly, the ball could have been at the one and McManus probably would have hooked it. But he's running towards the left and he just drops the ball. I, I, he didn't get hit. He didn't, like nothing. He just dropped the ball. He just fumbled. He literally, he's not trying to tr- like transfer the ball, switch the ball in the other hand or anything like that. He, he just drops the ball. And, so, so Ravens pick it up. So that's enough more points that we just leave out there. And then the the most egregious thing, the the worst of them all, we have the ball with like thirty seconds left. We throw we we get down. I think Trevor throws it to Zay Jones on the left side. Zay Jones catches it, goes down inbounds at the five yard line with you know thirty seconds left. So. Everyone runs up, right? You think, okay, they're going to spike it. They don't have any timeouts left. So the smart play would be to spike it, kill the clock, and there's like 15-ish seconds. Okay, you got three plays at the end zone there. You got three chances to get five yards. Seems manageable, right? But instead, they throw a, they throw like a swing pass to Parker Washington, who he can't get out of bounds. That dude's like 5'3". He's not, he's not getting out of bounds anytime soon. So he, he gets tackled inbounds. And the and just that's it. That that's halftime. The clock just expires. So, <laughs> I I mean seriously, like you want to talk about a headache? That's sixteen points right there that were just left on the field. And with the final score, sixteen points would have hit the over. So it, the fact that it was my one of the teams that I support and follow that did this to me was just pain. It was like it was like my YouTube my Ed two Brutus moment. Like seriously, man. It's like come on. Come on. And just with how pathetic that was, like, whatever. But that's my recap of week 15, where we end up going three and three, which makes our season total now 45 wins, 38 losses, and one push. So that's it for me this week. Like I said, Prophet Jay is going to be doing the locks. He'll, he'll be following me here shortly with his predictions. Um, As always, please remember to follow and like the podcast. And without further ado, Prophet Jay, it's all yours, buddy. First of all, thank you, C-Dubs, for the loving intro. You missed a great potential rhyme, though, where you could have said, Prophet Jay, take it away. But nonetheless, yes, folks, I am here to give you Jay's prophetic locks for NFL Week 16. 
And you could kind of hear it in C-Dub's voice. A little bit of the hesitancy. And I feel like I'm pretty well known for my bullish, outlandish takes here on this show. And if you expected anything less, well, <laughs> I guess you're kind of foolish. And so you might be wondering what my qualifications are to be substituting for C-Dub's for this one week. Well, I have a 100% hit rate this year on strictly parlays. That's right. You might be wondering why I haven't been doing this locks the whole time. Well, you see, I'm exactly one for one. I hit during the Cowboys versus Seahawks game, funny enough, where I needed an over on Dak Prescott's passing yards in any time CD Tuddy in any time Pollard Tuddy. And let's just say that was free cash, baby. So I don't think I really need to further explain myself. Uh, so let's just jump in to Jay's prophetic locks. And today I have four plays for you. But don't worry, I know you're used to getting six. But what we don't get in plays, we make up for in the legs. So first, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to the bank. I want you to take out some amount of money, whatever you're comfortable with, and just throw it all on UW, the Huskies, destroying Texas on New Year's Day. Just hit the money line, currently sitting at 146, plus 146. Honestly, put some on us to win the Natty, too. It's literally free. The odds for the Natty are plus 650. I'm doing it, and I think you should be doing it. But in all seriousness, let's get into the NFL plays. And so first, I want us to fly out to SoFi Stadium where the Bills are taking on the LA Chargers. And look, this game is going to be gross. It is going to be an absolute blowout. Eason stick? More like Eason brick. Because I wouldn't be surprised if their offense looked like the Detroit Pistons out there. And ever since Ken Dorsey was ousted as OC, Joe Brady has this offense firing on all cylinders and in unique ways that we really haven't seen in the last 12 games or so. James Cook has been lightning in a bottle, and Josh Allen hasn't been playing hero ball. No bombs into the secondary that turn into interceptions. And honestly, even at 8-6, and six, the Bills are one of the best teams in the league, and they have all the momentum in the world right now. It honestly would be in Bill's fashion to somehow choke this game. However, I just don't really believe that's going to happen. Even with Staley gone, you know, this game isn't going to be close. We love talking about this whole, the head coach gets fired, the GM gets fired, and then the team kind of turns around and starts playing better. I just don't think that's, that's not happening here, folks. So what I'm going to say is we're going to go Bill's minus 12 and a half. Okay, you hear that? Bill's minus 12 and a half, but that's not it, folks. I told you, what we don't make up in games or plays, we make up in legs. So if you're feeling spicy, which I know if you're listening to this right now, you're feeling spicy, especially on Christmas, parlay that into a James Cook anytime touchdown. And you know what? While you're in that section of the bets on FanDuel, DraftKings, whatever app you use, throw in a Josh Allen anytime touchdown while you're at it. All in all, you get a plus 468 odds, and I like those. So let's book that one. For our second NFL game, we are flying into Houston where the Browns are visiting the Texans. And honestly, this is kind of a gross game to me. Like we're really going to watch Case Keenum versus Joe Flacco at the end of 2023. 
But I mean, honestly, this Browns team is pretty legit. And honestly, with just how banged up on the uh, the Texans are, I'm not really expecting anything coming from them that's like very pretty offensively. Um, and even though this Browns team is known to be a great defense, they've been letting up a decent amount of points against teams you really wouldn't expect. And I don't think this Houston team is any exception, despite all the injuries. So plus, Joe Flacco has been enjoying airing it out. While Hunt and Ford really have been kind of inefficient on the ground. And I'm kind of expecting a lot of the same to happen in this game. So, here's the play, folks. Flacco's been airing it out to his favorite target, the man with iron hands and Joku, or who I now like to call Yes Joku. So the bet for this one is Yes Joku over on his receiving yards of 50.5. And then we're going to parlay that into an over on Joe Flacco passing yards of 246.5, which he's also exceeded, by the way, every game that he's played this season. Kind of wild to think about that. And then on top of that, we're going to get the over on Flacco passing tutties at 1.5. So all he needs is two for you to hit. It's not, the play is simple, folks. It's locked. It's ready. All in all, you get a plus 358 on those odds. I like it. So let's book it. For our third NFL game, we're flying into Tennessee where the Hawks are taking on the Titans. And you know we had to get a Hawks game in for this. So this is kind of a strange one because as of this recording, there's still a lot up in the air who's going to play between Geno and HCL as well as Will Levis and Tannehill. On the Hawks side, I feel comfortable taking the same bets regardless of who is starting. So that is where we're really going to focus. Um, And just to quickly talk about Tennessee, their secondary has been known to be absolute trash. It still is. However, really, their rushing defense has also been kind of garbage the last couple weeks where they've been giving up nearly 100 plus yards on the ground. Um, They gave it to like 121 to Singletary last week. Like, Like, what's up with that? So what I am foreseeing in my many timelines is that Derrick Henry is just not going to be a big impact player here. Um, I just think he's going to get game scripted out. So let's take the under on his rushing yards, currently sitting at 60.5. Next, I think Geno or Drew Locke is going to at least get two touchdown passes into that end zone. So let's throw an over on the 1.5 line. And then I also just want to say I love the Hawks' usage of JSN as the season has progressed. He's just been getting more and more touches, more work. He had that amazing catch against the Eagles last week. So I think the Hawks are just going to continuously use him more and more. So let's smash the over on his 40.5 receiving yards. And then last leg, totally optional. The previous plays have have been only three plays. This might be four if you want. Just hit the hit the Hawks minus three. Um, all in all, though, you get a plus six seventeen. I like those odds, so let's book it. Now, lastly, I said you only be getting four plays, and that includes the the UW one. But I want to do one last smoking hot bet of the week, not the smoking hot take of the week, the smoking hot bet of the week. So this one is a for funsy play. I would not put more than $5, not even maybe more than $1 on this as a shot in the dark 
I'm not going into any explanation on this. I'm just telling you what the play is. And we're going to the Ravens versus the Niners for this one. A game that should be the best game of the week. Let's just say that. All of like pretty much the consensus top one and two teams on our power rankings. So for this play, we are taking the Niners money line at minus 240. Now you're going to add on the over for this game, 46.5. That's currently sitting at a minus 115. Next, McCaffrey anytime tutty at minus 220. Parlay that with a Lamar Jackson anytime tutty at plus 200. You know he's my favorite running back in the league. And while we're while we're talking about running backs, let's get Lamar Jackson at the over on 55 and a half rushing yards at minus 114. You know we love this McCaffrey guy. Let's just give him Let's just make sure he gets all the stats this game. So we're going to take the over on 119.5 rushing plus receiving yards. So all-purpose yards at minus 114. And then kind of the sneaky play that I like here at the very end. Isaiah Likely, Coop's guy, big tight end guy, over 38.5 receiving yards at minus 114. I know you see it. I see the play. I think it could hit. I think it's reasonable. All in all, you get a plus 1,988 odds. I'm locking that in, baby. So that's it for Jay's Prophetic Locks. I think they're looking pretty good, pretty hot, pretty spicy. Get a nice spicy play for your Christmas. So thank you, everybody, for listening. I promised you a fun one today, and I hope you enjoyed it. Honestly, though, if even one of these hits, it's a it's a good day. So remember to enter the giveaway that's going on right now. Check out our Instagram to find out what you need to do to enter at Schmokin Hot Takes. It's pretty simple. All you got to do is like the picture for one entry. If you want to get a second entry, add it to your story. And if you want a third, just tag a friend. That's it. That's it. It's simple. And you could win some free, sick merch. Coop might even do a custom design for you. That's nice. And he's good at this stuff. So I, I hope everybody has a happy holidays and enjoy some nice football action this weekend. We got some good games. We'll see you on the next episode of Schmokin' Hot Takes. And I hope you all have a blessed day. Schmokin'!